Lord God, we imagine the prayers of the wise men on those dark nights. Guide us to your perfect light. That's our prayer today. Reveal to us your Son, the Son that has come for us, the Son who will come again in your holy name. Your people give you praise. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, welcome to Abiding Harvest. I love the wise men uh, and their story and the star. Uh, There's something precious about uh, a glowing light on a dark, dark night. The candle we light this morning is to symbolize God's love, his love for us, and the way his love empowers us then to love one another. The meal that we partake of today reminds us of his great love. And it empowers us to love one another. Paul said that you have been reconciled and therefore now you are reconcilers. The same love that claims us is the love that we have to share. Bright lights are always brightest in darkest places. Years ago in the city of Boston, there was a little girl that had been really committed to live out her life in a dungeon. She was in a mental institution and Very, very deranged, hard to reach, violent at times. And with these type cases, they would put them away in a place basically just to keep them from disturbing the other patients that might have some hope. She was really caged up in the dungeon like an animal. That's the way she acted many times. Her caregivers would bring her food and sometimes she would attack them. Other times she would just ignore them as if they weren't even there. Little Annie was her name. And as one of those nurses that worked on those upper floors neared retirement, she became burdened for those that had been forgotten down in the dungeon. Particularly little Annie. On Thursdays, she would go down there and she would eat her lunch in that dark place and just try to relate to that little girl that was so far, far away. One morning, she was down there on a Thursday and she had... She had eaten her lunch, and uh, she was called upstairs. She left the room for just a moment, and when she came back, she discovered that from her lunch, apparently little Annie had stolen a brownie. Well, she didn't get angry with Annie. She, She went home, and the next Thursday, she made sure she brought a plate full of brownies. And after she had had her lunch and had her usual conversation with no response to the girl behind the bars, Uh, she left the brownies there. That afternoon when she came back, sure enough, all the brownies were gone. And thus began a brownie ministry, I suppose. Week after week, she would return to the dungeon. Week after week, she would just share her brownies and share her side of the conversation that was never returned. But the doctors began to notice that things were changing about little Annie that she was opening up, that she was beginning to make eye contact. Eventually, she became uh, to the point that she would discuss with others and she would interact and a miraculous wave of kind of healing overtook this little girl until one day when she was a teenager, they said that she was well enough to leave. She could go home. But little Annie didn't go home. She went back to the dungeon. And she started caring for those that everyone else had given up on. Hopeless cases. 
she became the one that everyone knew would be there for the hopeless case. No wonder when the Kellers called to find a teacher that they chose little Annie because little Annie was Ann Sullivan, the teacher that would not give up on Helen Keller. Light always shines brightest in the darkest places, and you carry that light wherever you go. Wherever you go this week, wherever you go with this Christ within you, you are a light where you are. And you can be a light simply by sharing a brownie, by expressing simple love. You never know whose dark night you might be bringing light. So, Lord God, we ask that you live within us, light of the world. Light us up that we might be a light to those around you. We thank you, Lord God, that on the night that you gave yourself up for us, you gave thanks to God. You took the bread and you broke it. And you gave it to your disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our God, and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we pray that your Holy Spirit not only touch and anoint these gifts of juice and bread, but that you would live within us, your people. Touch us, move us, shape us by the power of your Spirit that truly you living in us might make us lights in a dark world. We ask this in the name of your Son who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.